Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Steady Focused. We're sitting down with one of my very good friends tonight, Mrs. Dawn Thompson. She is a great, powerful woman. She's a very successful entrepreneur. She is led by God. She has a mission. She is someone who I love to talk with. She's been a big inspiration to me over the years. Um, she's the leader of the You're Enough movement. And guys, uh, this is just a special time. I'm very, very excited for tonight. So please help me give a big, steady, focused welcome to my friend, Mrs. Don Thompson. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much. Yes, yeah. feelings likewise. <sighs> I just adore you. You're you're good people. It, it's great to see you, Don. So, um, so much that we could start with. What's something that you are struggling with right now? You've helped so many people. You know, you you constantly are handing out help. What's a big struggle for you right now? You know, that's a really good question. Um, I think really balancing everything, you know, uh, raising kids and, and, you know, I have a 16 year old, a 12 year old and a four year old and running a spa, running a salon, a nonprofit, the You're Enough movement, the You're Enough movement t-shirt, t-shirt line, um, my classes that I'm in. So I just have a lot on my plate. And sometimes, you know, we tend to feel like we're juggling. And if one thing falls out, we go, oh, gosh. Um, so I really think that that's that's something that I have to really take a deep breath and just know that it's going to be okay. You know, what's the worst thing that could happen? So I think that's how I get through it. But that is something that I, I really sometimes have to work through. And you were talking earlier about, like, give it up to God. Like, it's in God's time, in God's plan. It, it is, you know, I sometimes want to, I, if you know me, I want it now, like right now, right now. And I have to uh, sometimes just take a deep breath and go, you know what, if you gave it to me right now, would I be prepared for it? Would I be, would I be ready for what you're going to give me? So really, uh, as I've gotten older to take back that breath or take the breath in and just go, just inhale God and just exhale you know what he's got for me and just to chill and know that in his time in his will and it kind of lets me off the hook sometimes to just right now right now right now so where where did this um fire within you come you know i mean there's a lot of successful people successful entrepreneurs that don't choose to give back so tremendously as you do where you know when did this start for you you know, I can remember uh, being younger and I when I would sell Girl Scout cookies, I always had to be like the number one. I would uh, back when it was safe to go to the neighborhoods, I would knock on the doors and if they weren't home, I had a clipboard and I would write down their address and I would go back to, you know, maybe when they would be off work after five. And so it started at a young age. But I think one thing that shocked people uh, when I have done speeches about this to successful uh, groups is one of the reasons I worked so hard is because I didn't know I was worthy. So if I worked really hard, could you like me? If I was really successful, would you like me? Could you pat me on the back and make me feel good? So all of the things that I did when I was younger to be successful, looking back, I was just doing those so I could feel worthy. 
And I know that's kind of heavy and you got to think about it for a minute. But that was really my truth when I went and touched that. Why are you working so hard just for people to like you? Mm-hmm. And I really had to make that aha moment to go, oh, hold on a second. That's no way to, that's no reason to work like you're, you know, and kill yourself like you're doing just so people would go, great job. Give you the pat on the back. Yeah. So I would feel worthy. So your enough movement, how long has this whole thing been been going on officially? Goodness. Uh, Since 2012, I know for sure I was, um, I was hashtagging in 2012. So, um, it was on its way. I've always been one of those that was really good at giving advice, maybe not taking it myself, but dying, I could give some good advice. Um, so I can say probably the Your Enough was about 2011, 2012. Okay. And so, and then, okay, so what is, what is Your Enough? What is this movement that you're taking all across the country? You know, um, I had a, a marketing company and it was actually Jackie Hager, which she used to work with. I adore her and she set me down and you were in that meeting too, if you remember. I do. I remember. And you guys asked me if you, I, I just kind of told you everything I had going on and how could I wrap all this together? And you guys asked me a very powerful question. You said, if you could tell the world one thing, what would it be? I said, you're enough. Because everybody I had dealt with in coaching and the things that I had lived my own life, it all boiled down to somewhere I didn't know I was enough, just like a lot of other people. And so um, I just stayed, I stayed uh, steady focused with that, if you will. Awesome. I just, I, I just kept on it, and I wouldn't give up. And even when I wanted to give up, because I was like, "This is so stupid," and I would have that enemy tell me, "Like, who do you think you are? Look at you." to be telling people they're worthy. I just kept on and I kept on until eventually I trademarked the words. Mm-hmm. And I had so many of my my famous, if you will, my, my speaker friends that have already made it go, how did you trademark that? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I think if God has a good for you, nobody can get your good, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel that maybe he created me for that because of my messy past you know, you know a little bit about me. I have a very messy, messy past. Um, and I think he was, he knew, I know he knew that he was going to take my mess because one day he was going to have me turn it into a message. Mm. And I think that that's my message is yeah. that you are enough. That's awesome. Take my mess and turn it into a message. I, yeah, that's I was good. a train that's wreck. Good. I was a terrain wreck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's how we can... Uh, that's how we can get to a point of understanding Yeah, is because we've been there. Yeah, and to help other people. You know, we're all given this stuff in life, and instead of woes me, is to go, hey, whoa, let me get through this because the other side of this, I know I'm going to learn, and how can you use me to help somebody else? Because that's what we're here for. We all get this junk so we can just help somebody else through it. It doesn't mean that you have to be a keynote speaker. It just means that, hey, maybe at a coffee shop one day you run into somebody and they're down, and you've been through it, and you can lift your hand up to help them. So you, how long ago did you start Spa Bella? Your, that's your company, you know, yeah. or one of your companies. Now yeah. it's not your only one, but talk about what is Spa Bella. You know, I started in a 15 by 15 room with hardly, I mean, like two little nickels to rub together. And um, it's been 25 years. Like, don't be trying to do the math because I'm still 29. <laughs> there you but go. Um, it's been 25 years this year. 
that uh, we've been blessed to get to serve Texoma. And, you know, we started, like I said, in a 15 by 15 room and just grew to a 1,200 square foot, a 3,500 square feet. And now we're in a compound of 4,500 square feet. And uh, it's awesome. I, I love, I've always loved to serve people. And so uh, love to pamper and give people an experience versus a service. Mm-hmm. And so Spa Bell is going along, and then you come up with this thing called Adopt-A-Box, right? You see the needy children that are that are lacking, and, and you come up with this. And what is that? Well, you know, um, I had a, a, once again, a marketing company set me down way back. Uh, I was probably five years into the business, and they said, you know, you should give back. And I was like, I know. I, I don't know who I want to help. And they're like, what's special to you? And I said, people with cancer, and because I'd lost my grandfather to cancer, and I said, children, I mean, like at that time, I didn't have any children. And I was like, you know, I just I have a heart for children. So we started the Operation Spa Kids. And what that is, is it's where we would close our doors the Friday before school starts and we give uh, haircuts to foster kids. Mm. And I had hired a coach, Jack Canfield, if anybody's heard of him. He's the author for Chicken Soup for the Soul. And they were sitting down with me and they said, what do you do for homeless kids in your area? And I said, we don't have homeless kids in Wichita Falls. Little to my knowledge, I took my little self down over to um, the Faith Mission and walked into a room. They were very gracious to show me through. And I walked into a room where there was a mother whose dream was to be a school teacher. And she was homeless. And every it's hard not to cry. Everything they owned fit into a cardboard box. And the room just was so cold. And, and you know, I, I thought... I got to do something like what can I do? And so that's when I started uh, that next year. We do the first part of our Operation Spa Kids with um, foster children. And the second part we do with homeless children. The first year we did it, I caught some little girls bathing in my bathroom. They actually had stolen my soap. And I said, this is crazy. And I started asking school teacher friends of mine. And they said, yeah, kids come to school like that all the time. Unbathed, unkept, hungry, uh, clothes that aren't adequate for them so (laughs) we started the thing called adopt-a-box and we grew to 14 counties in north texas and my accountant comes to me and she says spa bella can no longer support this movement and i said if you've ever seen a kid get excited over a bar of soap i can't quit and i thought what is there out there that hasn't been done in wichita falls and i looked around and i was like you know people love the outdoors here so I started Deerfest, um, and it grew. You know, people told me I was nuts to start it. Um, and I've kind of, that's been a thing where my whole life people told me that's okay. crazy. Okay. And um, that means that means you're doing something right. All right. Do, do you believe that? I believe that. You know, when people say you can't, that's maybe they can't. But if God gave you that vision, then who's to say you can if he's on your side, right? So with Deerfest, we were we kicked it. I mean, we had people like Duck Dynasty there, um, and it grew to be huge. And we grew to 21 counties in North Texas. Um, so we were able to go in and not only give hygiene, but we started clothing kids. And we do a lot on the weekends that people don't know that we do. Um, and we help families get off the streets. We'll have a school call and say, hey, Dawn, I've got this family living in a van. Is there any way you can help them get it furnished, help them get a house? What, what can we do here together? So we've got lots of really cool things like that. And as I've learned more, I'm able to actually help mentor the parents to where they don't have to be in that situation. 
I remember one of the first memories I have of you. We were, uh, I had a vision of going to Cleveland. I was trying to put together a documentary. I didn't know how to do it. How can I raise the money? How do I make this happen? And just sitting down with you. And one of the things you talked about, I don't know if this is exactly what you call them, but a dream board. Yeah, a vision board. A vision board. And, uh, what is that? Talk talk about what it is, and I think it's so cool. You know, it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier. I have on my mirror, I have a, a, a big glass mirror in my bathroom, and um, I have those little dry erasers, and I write every week on it. And I have in this one corner that I put every week on it the same thing. Uh, you only can have what you're willing to go after or willing to change or, or, or willing to do, right? And same with a vision board is having it in front of you because every time I look at that little saying, I look and you're like, dang right. I was like, so ho-ho's at 12 o'clock at night doesn't sound too good, does it? Okay, okay. So, the same with a vision board is to have something in front of you that you can cut out pictures that you can vision if you're a visual person. I know I heard a guy the other day say that his dream was to have a, a big building. And so what he did is he went to Lowe's, he got him a brick, he set it on his desk because every day it reminded him of mm -hmm. what he was going for. What's mm -hmm. he working towards? Mm -hmm. So if you're a visual person, you might not. There's other ways you can do it. But if you're visual, boom, set you down. Take a afternoon and put some things on a board and see it. Mm -hmm. And envision that it's there and that yes. you can have it. Yes. And that's real. That's real. That is real. It is so real. You've done a lot of ed continuing education, right? I know right. you study all the time. You've reached out to mentors. Yeah. Talk about the law of attraction. I mean, the law of attraction is huge. It goes all the way back to the Bible. All of us uh, keynote speakers, us inspirational people, I mean, you can trace all that all the way back to, to the Word. I preach it. Let's I, mean, I want to hear this. Yeah, I mean, you can. It's right there. And so whatever you speak about will be your truth. As a man thinks, so, how, so shall he be. Law of attraction is massive but most people can never get their handle on it they can't get a handle on it they can't they're not thinking right and so i always say you're not going to believe it in the very beginning you're going to go stand I, I teach a lot of mirror time you're going to go stand in the mirror and instead of tearing yourself down you're going to look at yourself and you're going to connect and you're going to say hey i love you like you're awesome and in the beginning, people don't believe it. But if they keep on and they hear it long enough, not only will they believe it, but they'll become it. Mm. And so that is just, it's so much power. And I'm not here to say, think positive, grow, flower, grow. No, here's the deal. You got weeds out in that garden. But what you go do is you pull them weeds up and you say, now grow, flower. And so that's what you got to do. You got to, you got, you got to stay and speak greatness over your life. Negative thoughts are going to be there. But when mine come, I'm like, you're a liar. Okay. You, you're a liar. And okay. so I, I was born the daughter of a king. Mm -hmm. And I am amazing. And if we will just think about ourselves like God thinks about us. Mm. You know, I, so many times, Simeon, um, when I'm working with somebody, coaching them, they're like, well, this is so easy. And I'm like, I know. We make life so difficult, don't we? We put all these things that we have to do. No, hey, wake up, worship some time, and think greatness over your life. Mm -hmm. Surrender. There it is. And it's like when when it's easy, that, that means we're in the path. We're, we're hooked in with the universe, with God, and it's flowing. And but you're when going. we kind of go our own way, we're like, no, let me do it my way. I'm going to do this. Like, 
okay, well, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. So go out there and suffer. Yeah. that's That's been my experience. <laughs> it's so true. Right? Uh, I've, I've had so many years of that to go, I, I want it now. Like right now. And as I said, you know, to go, hey, uh, as I'm getting older, to go, hey, God, have a chore time because it's a good time. Yes. It's always on time. It is. It is always on time. Yeah. And like I was talking about earlier, I was writing this morning and like kind of feeling lost, confused. Where do I go? And it was coming back around to a realization there were instructions that had already been handed to me that I wasn't following through with not not even big things it was it's those small things like have you got your mission statement together for steady focused Uh, I don't want to do that I want to just have you done what I've asked you to do you know it's just coming back to that and and I was just talking to myself you know writing and having this conversation like you know I'm a five-year-old boy being disobedient to God the universe I'm like stomping my feet I want it. Alive, son, did you do what I asked you? No. Come back in a year. Come back, you know, and like, but I, but I want more. So. And he is so gentle with that. I, you know, for years I practice all different types of religions, you know, being in the massage world, um, I, Buddhism, I mean, um, goodness, metaphysics, I've been in all different type of things and, you know, I've worked with some of the world's best. Yes. I have been blessed. And I always had this little bit of shortness, and I'm not saying that any, you know, that that somebody's religion is wrong, but um, just my truth was when I really got into the word, that's when I started feeling free, and things made more sense, and I was able to have that calmness and like that that father figure that you speak about is mm-hmm. to kind of give it to him and let him be. Um, in control, yes. and I, it yes. allowed me to be so much more focused. Um, instead of just going, I just really kind of throwing crap to the wall and hope it sticks. Mm. So go, I'm going to go do this. No, shiny, shiny penny over there, squirrel. I'm going to go yeah. run and do that. It's to just um, be, like we were saying, be in his will. Talk about some of, uh, you've seen a lot, you mm. know, uh, during all of this giving back and, and getting in the trenches with people. Talk about some of the success stories that you've, that you've witnessed. Yeah. Um, hmm. Probably, uh, I get messages quite often, but probably one that's just, I, I got to call, oh God, what's well, coming to me. But um, I deal a lot with suicide, uh, suicide attempts. And I had one that, uh, you know, when you ask God to put somebody in front of you, be ready because he will. And I just got back um, off of tour in Alabama and how it happened was crazy. I have the You're Enough movement on the side of my vehicle. And uh, a lady in the convenience store said, can you tell me about this? And she explained that she had someone who was living in their car. They were very young. They were a cutter. And I said, I'm going to be here. Use me. And so getting to work with this young girl and helping her realize why are you cutting yourself? What's going on there and getting to the root of the problem? Instead of just throwing out some medication and going, here, go deal with this. Get to the root of the problem of why you're getting, why you have this anxiety. What's at the root of everything? And that's really um, a lot of the breakthrough stuff that I do is figuring out why you're doing what you're doing. Mm. Uh, so, uh, success stories of, uh, you know, I've got people who are gamblers, um, 
people who are food addicts, who are alcoholics, drug addicts. Um, I met with a girl not too long ago who was afraid of being alone, was riddling her into fear. Okay, so you're going to stay with this person because you have fear to be alone. How often do you see this person? Twice a year. (laughs) Are you not alone? I mean, are you alone now? And it's just sometimes that aha for people to go, well, heck yeah, I am. And it's that that enemy will keep us riddled up with fear. And as you and I were talking earlier, fear is just a big old fat liar. Mm -hmm. And um, just really helping people realize that. Um, I just, like I said, there's, there's a lot of uh, uh, testimonies on my website of just different people and different walks of life. We all either just had a struggle. You might be listening and you're in a struggle or you're going in a struggle. And what I do is help you figure out how to handle going through the struggle because it's going to happen. It's life, but our attitude can help how we deal with it. So what are what are some of your goals? I mean, I you know I I know you got a lot going on. What's something that is that you're really excited about right now? You know, um, I got lots of things, but I'm going to give you a couple. I have a 16 year old, a 12 year old, and a four year old, and I am really excited about being a better mom and really shaping those little lives. I used to, uh, you know me, I'm very transparent. I don't care really what people think. I know what I think. And so people might look at this and go, oh my goodness, Jezebel. Um, I wasn't always a good mama. In the beginning of my career, I was so busy trying to get that, um, get that worth, you know, know my worth. And that's how I, I obtained it. In the very beginning of uh, being a mother, I wasn't always there, but the good part about it is I have, I've had time to make up and, you know, it's never too late. So being, a a good role model to where they can be molded later and look back and go, my mom was pretty freaking cool. They don't think it now, but, um, so that's, yeah, that's a huge goal of mine. Um, uh, being a little more physically fit, I've kind of let myself, uh, I've been so busy and, so focused uh, that that's really what I feel God's calling me to do is where he's going to take me. I'm going to need to be a little more physically fit. And I've yo-yoed. I used to be 300 pounds. So I've done this quite a bit. Um, and, and really my my thing is I have a merchandise line that I've worked really hard on. Yeah, talk about that. I, I'm oh. impressed with it. I mean, oh, because we were talking earlier, it's like, and you guys at home, I keep talking about these t-shirts. It's like six months now. Like, where's the freaking shirt? Like, I... And I was in the band. We toured the country. Yeah. I've done T-shirts, you know, but for whatever reason, I'm roadblocking on this. But well, we're not roadblocking after tonight. Right. We're okay. gonna get them shirts. Okay. We're gonna. Yeah. We're. You know what? Since we're we're going, when will you have a shirt done? A mock-up? Yeah, I've got. I actually got one, and it's at my house. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, so soon. Soon. Yeah. Soon. I just well, need to put it up. Yeah. Well, I just need to do it. Yeah. So just, you could have that up by the th- two days. You could have days. it up. Yeah, I could. And, and all you listeners, I mean, buy a shirt. Yeah. So when this, e- when this episode drops on Friday, yeah. we could uh, we could actually have a mock-up the same day. Right. Well, let's There's do no it. reason. Let's right, do you it. You got to do it. All right, you let's do it. Do it. Okay, right that. That, There's right? a commitment. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about your T-shirts. I'm seeing them all over. I yeah. see people wearing them. 
Yeah, talk, talk about it. Wow, that's, you know, anything that you go to do, don't get discouraged because it just, I don't care if you're going to go sell lipstick or if you're going to uh, sell t-shirts, I don't care. It's it's a story. You know what? You look at people just now coming on the scene with shirts or, or speaking, man, you're missing the 20 years that they worked their okay. tail off. Okay. Um, and so for about uh, 12 years now, I've been messing with t-shirts and I finally just said, you know, this is a little bit of how I'm going to support myself to, to speak and to, to push out. Out because a lot of what I do has been for free, but I'm changing a lot of that. Okay. Um, and so with the shirts, it's just for me, it gives um, it gives that person who's wearing it um, a voice. I mean, there's you know when I, I see people who have on a you're enough shirt and or when I'm wearing a new a you're enough shirt, I can see people like their light bulb going off when they're reading it, and it can open it up for conversation. Um, so I've worked really diligently on, you know, there's a lot that goes into them. There's design, there's, there's getting that right fabric. Mm -hmm. It's getting the ink that's going to stay. And so, uh, it's been a lot of work, but I, I don't know if you know, I had two years of fashion merchandise, so I have always, oh oh, yeah, I love fashion. You should see my clothes. Well, I know you're always looking good. You know, you're always dressed nice. And, you know, I know this. Yeah, I just I love fashion. And so I just said, how can I how can I put some of that passion with what I'm already doing? So that's that's the T-shirts and the merchandise and stuff. Let's put a pause on the T-shirts and I want to connect a dot. Let's go full circle for a second. We we both know a guy named Eric Willis. Oh, right. And so. The reason that I ended up meeting you, as, as I know the story, you tell me if it's any different, but. I did some artwork for Eric Willis. I think you saw it, and then that's how we actually met, I think, because I ended up doing some work for Spa Bella, did a logo, and then you kind of gave me some mentorship, and then it keeps rolling. Then I ended up with Jackie, which Jackie was already a mentor to you and one of your heroes, but then we sat down, and you were talking about the You're Enough movement, so I'm just kind of connecting all those dots right now. So so there you go, guys. You never know what project you're going to do, how it's going to steamroll, for decades yeah so how do you know eric eric uh his aunt used to be my roommate back when we were young and uh his mom uh would come over and stuff and i would go to their house and eric was just gosh i remember when he was born but uh sometimes i would babysit him um i'm really dating my age and i still have a headshot of eric uh it's like it just he had signed it he's probably three with a little cowboy hat has cute little uh silver teeth so cute and he wrote two dawn uh from eric will i mean it was it was two dawn from eric so cute so yeah. yeah you guys that's eric willis you can roll back a few episodes uh on steady focused you can hear him play a couple of his new songs in the interview he did isn't he great yeah, he's phenomenal I'm so proud of him yeah he's just so passionate and sincere he has yeah. he comes from good people mm-hmm. i mean their family is amazing so your your shirts, like you're putting them out. I'm seeing them everywhere. What's kind of your is? Do you have a goal with them, or it's just like keep pushing them, or where do you see the it going? You know, I am in some boutiques out of town. So getting into boutiques, um, like I said, if that if that's your dream, I'm not going to tell you it's easy. But once again, it's like anything. You gotta you gotta put in the work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when a Mary Kay salesperson gets that pink Cadillac, she worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's just about it. You gotta, you gotta love it. And you always got to remember when you want to quit, that's when you, you can't like you, you know, you, okay, you okay. can't, you're going to want to, 
And there's going to be lots of times, I can't tell you the times uh, through this whole year enough movement that I'm like, this is a lot of work and I am accustomed to work and I love it. And I have, my friends tell me I'm one of the most patient people they know, but there's been times that I'm like, toodles like this is just a lot and that's when I have to kind of slap myself around and go whoa no this is about to get good yeah there's something yep. good on the other side of this and you you keep going I you mean, just keep and, going and just like keeps going that energizer bunny I mean just yeah. you got to keep going you and you know and I think that's where a lot of people quit and they fall short is they give up too easy you know, you've seen that um, cartoon where the guy's digging for gold and he's okay. just a few feet from gold. Yes. And I think that's how life is. If this is something that you feel God has given you this gift and you are passionate and you know, like, you know, like, you know that this is yours, then you can't quit. And it's you must. And, you know, we hit our must. That's that's what we, we got to keep going. Mm. And that's when it's going to get good, like I said, because that extra mile, you've always heard that too. It's pretty lonely because people are, most people are not willing to go that extra mile when it's hard. I have young people tell me all the time in the salon and spa world or speaking world, I want to be just like you. And okay. I'm like, okay. be better than me, but be ready to climb because it's a climb. It is a it is a climb and it is work, as you said. Um, I'm not saying it can't be fun. You know, have fun with your journey. And I think that um, I'd like to sidebar there for a minute. Having fun with the journey. For so many years, I did not allow myself to have fun with the journey. I was tunnel vision. Now, 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 now. Work, 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 okay. work. Now, 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 yeah. And you know, as I I told was telling you earlier, maturing and going, hey, this is God's will. And I'm not saying still don't work, but let's have fun with the journey mm -hmm. because that's what you're going to remember. You're going to remember the journey of was this fun or was I hard on myself? Did I not allow myself to laugh stuff off? Mm -hmm. It feels like you've built a strong community around your enough. Does it feel like that to you on your end? You know... Everybody always has their high reels on social media, don't they? And so I have people come up to me and they're like, you are killing it. I just had somebody at church yesterday go, woo, they, they kind of did like this. Okay. They're like, okay. look at you. You're doing all these things. Those are high reels, you know? And yes, uh, I, I think there's a lot of people affected by it, but I always just remember this one thing. It's the one. And you and I spoke a long time ago. It's not about the width but you had said the depth is remembering the depth of of if it's just that one person when we went on tour it was one person I had one person in mind if other people go it's worth it but it's just remembering that that one person can you've you've helped out when you've done what you've what you've been set out to do and so um Successful, not exactly where, where my aspirations, my hopes and my aspirations are, but I'm enjoying the, the journey as I get there. Yeah. Who, who have been some of your mentors? You kind of gl glossed over it a little bit, but you've had some pretty powerful direct coaching. Yeah, I always say if you want to be the best, you go put yourself around the best. 
That's why you're, you're, you know, you're working with an amazing workout person and look at you, you're looking amazing. Um, Shout out Brittany. Who, who we, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who we surround ourselves is, is who we tend to become. Um, but I have been blessed to work with Tony Robbins. Uh, when I sought him out, I was at a very low spot, end up crewing with him. And for people maybe wondering what that is, it's working your tail off. Uh, there's one, uh, with one of the events we do on a Saturday, I can tell you 18 hours. Wow. I mean, it's insane and high energy, which I have a lot of energy anyways. Um, Sean Stevenson has been a, a great mentor, was one of his uh, titanium speakers for a while. Sean is amazing. He's um, a three foot giant, if you will. You know, he's three foot tall, but he is his heart's uh, as big as he is. Um you know, Jack Canfield was one of my first coaches and just, uh, being in that, uh, that playing field, a lot of people. And, um, but I think my biggest mentor would have to be Jesus Christ. I think, uh, All right. man, cool. I don't know that it gets any better than, than that, because for years I looked for satisfaction as we were saying earlier. Um, and I always felt that emptiness because I had him here, but not here. And I was missing by about 18 inches, and that's the distance between here and here. And when I let him come reside in the heart that he made, I, my whole life changed. And I just become a different person. I become to know my worth. And you've seen a lot of our stuff go from you're enough that through him you're enough. Because in, yes. in my belief, I don't know that on your own you're enough. Uh, I think you'll fall up short. I think that you can read some great stories. You can um, watch some great movies and listen to some great speakers. But I think at the end, you're still going to have that emptiness. And turning to him was fulfilling, mm. freeing, powerful. Mm. Just knowing that I was enough. You know, knowing that no matter what, that he was going to be with me and it was all going to be all right. And I think it's just turned me into this person that I always wanted to be and goes back to ask and you shall receive a, yes. a secret that I do. Um, and I think that, you know, it's out there. It used to be hidden more. But if you're listening uh, and you get nothing else out of this whole thing, Hear me say this, pray for strength, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Mm. The wisdom part is huge, um, and he'll give it if you really want it, and you're willing to seek it. There you go. Yeah, you got to be willing to seek it, and that was, I think that that's where people get tripped up. They pray for it, and they're like, but I'm not going to seek it. But if you're willing to put in the work, as we were saying earlier, mm -hmm. he can just take you places that you never dreamed, that you can't come up with in your head of what he can do for you when you get yes. in his will. I get it. And that's like we're talking about the law of attraction. It's like it's real. And you can say it's like, oh, I don't know. But like you said, you can take it to the Bible. You can take it to God, Jesus. It's like it's a real thing. Like if I focus on this and ask for it and seek it, it will come. Yes, It might not end up exactly the way I have in my mind, but there, it's going to come. It'll come. And another important part to add to that is 
seeing it as done mm. and having the faith, knowing no doubt in your mind. And that trips people up a little much, a little bit too. They go, okay, well, I want this God. And, and if it's in your will, because he won't give it to you if it's not in, your, in his will. And do you want it? You don't. I mean, you don't, you, you wouldn't want it if it's not in the will, but really having the faith and there is no doubt that you are worthy to get it. Mm. You're worthy. You're so worthy. You're you're the son of a king. Why why could you not have? He wants you to have abundance. And some people get tripped up over the money part of it and go, well, it says in the Bible about the 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 needle and the the camel and the. God still wants you to have abundance. There's nothing wrong if you will do well with your money. Yes, I believe that. Yeah, I, I totally believe that. I'm I'm a big believer in. If I'm a positive person and I'm affecting lives, if I make more money, I can help more people. I, so I look at it from that point of view. True that. You know? I mean, it's the same here. That is so true. If you uh, if you will be in God's will, ask for it. And I'm not saying, hey, well, I'm going to try this. If you're watching, I'm going to try this out and ask for 100000 tonight. And I believe that it's going to yeah, happen. Yeah. A little different than that. You know, like I said, getting in his will and and asking and he might not answer in your time but i look back five years ago and now he's having some of this come to fruition all right and i think a little bit of the secret was five years ago when i asked for it i believed it but i don't think i truly believed it i think there was this doubt and as I've matured, I'm like, doubt, like this is, this is, I really believe that I, I can have this. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, I mean, I, I think you've already touched on this, but tell me again, like, why are, why do you do this? Wow. That is a really good loaded question. I just got chill bumps all down me. Um, I can tell you, I, I have a strange I don't know strange I have a love for people like I love people I like I almost just like see your soul before I can see you it sounds strange no I believe that uh, you, I think you have that I gift. I just man I don't I mean like I could like just tear up just thinking about the love that I just have for people like just people and and you know I don't know if you're if I'm jumping ahead of myself and you're gonna ask me about being on tour but oh, tell me everything you want go for it when we left um I had kind of planned something different and God said you can leave all your dress clothes in that trailer because you're gonna work the streets and just working with people who were homeless and dirty uh and just letting them know that they were they were worthy and that they matter. And uh, I can remember this one young guy sitting um, on the streets with him, and it was pouring rain, and we were up underneath the awning, and he had his dog laying there. And I walked past, and I had to turn back, and I just went and sat in the rain with this guy. And I, I told him that he was worthy and that he mattered. And he looked right at me, and he said, I've never, ever been told that by anyone. And um, just setting and praying with him and letting him know that if a complete stranger could care about him, that he should totally care about himself. And um, I, there were just cases after cases like that. And um, I don't know. I just I, I mean, you can tell how emotional I get. I yeah. just I, I think, you know, that sometimes we look past people. 
But if we just stop and just recognize what's in front of us, that we will just see this amazing human that has feelings that no matter what they look like, what size they are, what gender they are, um, no matter what, that whether they've been shunned by their family or what's going on, that they're still people. And some of my friends think this is strange, but I, it's just something I can't, I can't explain it is when somebody does something really bad, let's say, um, and I'm going to go out here and just hear me out with go this. Go for it. Go. Let's say somebody, uh, murders somebody or does something, a horrific crime. I can't help. And I think a lot of other people do this. I can't help, but want to feel empathy and sympathy towards that person as well. Definitely towards the family because oh my gosh, like they're left with stuff. And, um, but also feeling it for, for that person because they are a child of God and God calls us to forgive 77 times seven. I mean, to forgive. And I'm not saying that you, you don't have to go through a process, but forgiving people because sometimes they don't know what they do and they're in so much pain and so much hurt that they do really silly things, hurtful things. But if we are called to be Christ-like, it's to forgive. And if you've ever heard me speak, you know, that's one of my main things that I speak on is forgiving because we'll never, ever, I don't think, get to our last days and go, wish I'd have stayed mad at that person longer. Mm-hmm. But I think we'll go on our last days, God, I should have ran to that person and forgave them immediately almost because we waste time Mm -hmm. and we get bitter within ourselves if we hold on to this, this anger, Um, you know, kind of like with, with my dad and my stepdad, um, I had a lot that went on there and um, I forgave them. I had a preacher that he's like, man, you got to tell me your story because somebody who does this has got to have a good story. And I was telling him some stuff and I said, you know what? I love them. I forgive them. And he said, I got to stop you right there because I counsel people all the time and I've never heard the compassion and the love and forgive like you have. And I said, well, don't get it twisted. (laughs) It took me a lot of work to get here, but that is freeing. You know, I speak a lot on getting your relationship right with God and not just a relationship, but a deep relationship. Like a, I've always spelt relationship wrong and I spelt it real R-E-A-L relation or relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now I'm like, God, you're so good because real relationship, mm-hmm. a real one, which somebody's already trademarked that. So, but real relationship with him. And then I talk a lot on forgiving the forgiveness we get and forgiving others love, loving yourself and others and how to love yourself and purpose. So that's a lot of where my speech has evolved into. What, why is it important to love yourself? Man, because if you can't love yourself, I mean, it's the hardest job ever, I do believe. I think it takes a lot of work, but are we not the best project we'll ever work on? But it's so important to love yourself because you can show up better for others. If you have kids, don't you want them to love themselves? So they're going to learn from you. If you're always at war with yourself, they sense it. They see it. And so it's just really learning how to love yourself and how to be easy on yourself and and love on yourself. Um, I have grown men 
in this city who will be at one of my speeches and they'll go, okay, so here's the deal. I don't want anybody to know, but I struggle with that stuff you talk about. I don't need anybody to know that, okay? We all do. There's not one person listening that doesn't struggle with their self-worth at some point about loving themselves. And this is something I say in my speech. Why is it that God is love, but we find it sometimes so hard to look at each other and say, I love you. I've told people that before and they look at me, I mean, love you through Christ, but they look at me and go, I used to be uncomfortable. I wasn't told a lot growing up that I was loved. Now, if you will set still, I'll be like, hey man, I love you. And I'm so comfortable with that, I think, because I've become so comfortable with it for myself. Do I still struggle? I'm not sitting over here in this chair to go, oh, look at me. I've got it figured out. No, I struggle daily. Daily, I have a struggle. But I know how to come against it. And I know where the lies are and to go, whoa, 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 whoa. But I just find it, um, man, you got to learn to love yourself. And I can tell you ways to start it if you want to. It just, it just for hit your it. listeners. Yeah, hit it. Start in the mirror. What what are you saying when you look in that mirror? I can promise you, I would I would be safe to bet 90% of the people that will watch this tear themselves down. Mm. They pick on themselves like wrinkles, um, double chin, uh, they're not the right size, look at my thighs, oh, I hate my feet, um, I hate my voice, uh, my hair, I'm, I'm thinning, whatever it is, somewhere... I bet they tear themselves down and that one little thought turns into another thought. That's a video I did today. Turns into another thought. And before you know it, I said, there's a negative committee meeting in the head. They're having a big oh, old, that's good. They're having a big old committee meeting about how unworthy you are and how you suck. Law of attraction. You're attracting the negativity and, and it's, it'll, it's a steamroll. It'll snowball all day. And then everybody else you run into will do it. I tell my workers and, um, I, you know, I, I, my staff meetings are very different than probably most people's. I love to pour into them because when I pour into them, they pour onto others. But I remind them, guys, it's like this. Let's say you go out on the weekend and you've had a bad weekend. It's like you stuck in dog poop and you bring that bad smell into our break room and you poop up the whole break room. And then the next girl comes in and she steps in it and she runs in and she's in a bad spot and she gives that to the client. And then the client picks up on that energy and that smell. And then it just snowballs to everybody around you. And my my staff loves when I do that because they get this vision. And isn't that true? I mean, dog poop will smell. I mean, that's a crazy analogy, but it's one that you can wrap your head around to go, uh, Bad energy is like dog poop. You'll just track it through the house and it'll stink everywhere. So when's the when's the first book coming out? You know, I co-authored a book uh, okay. last okay. year with okay. some people. Uh, that was one chapter. And my editor was a English graduate from Harvard. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So edit, edit, edits, edits, edits. Um, I have a story around my book. Uh, I think you should hold me to this the way I'm holding you to the t-shirt. All right. All right. I have enough journaling to probably write a 
10 books. Probably. No doubt. No, no doubt. I do. I believe that. I do. And it is setting down and uh, putting it together. It's there. It's just, I've had this story that I'm like, oh gosh, I remember what that was like with editing and all of that. It is a lot of work. And so I just need to use you as a confirmation that I need to put that out there. Oh yeah. I mean, you're great. You got it. I, w I just finished reading uh, this girl, Jen Sincero. You're a badass. It's like oh, the book. Yeah, it's a, it's a great one. book. You know, it's, it's awesome. But I mean, just listening to you talk, I'm thinking, you know, here's Don's book. Oh, I want to read that too. You know, the Don Thompson book, you know, it's, it's there. Yeah. You're, you've got the track record. You're like, she is talking about like, she was a uh, life coach. You do a ton of coaching. You're your own person. I'm not saying you're her, but I, I don't know if I'd ever read a woman's book, but yeah. I read hers and now we're here talking and I'm just like, I want to read the book. Don, yeah. when can I buy the book? Yeah. You know what? I, I'm going to make a, a commitment uh, here. Uh, within this 2018-19, there will be a book. Yeah. There right. we go. Yes. Let's shake on it. We're going to shake on it. You guys and, heard it and, right You know there. what? And I, I'm a woman of my word. Loyalty yes. is yes. a driving force for me. Right I'm on. very loyal with my word. And uh, that's sometimes all you got, right? There it is. Yeah. 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 So, wow. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's so valuable. Like, what you have, what you give, your point of view, it's, uh, it's powerful. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes, uh, you were asking me earlier about, uh, something I struggle with and this is something that, uh, I find, you know, I'll push stuff out there on social media and I know I have this type of topic. If you really need this, you're on it, but sometimes you really need it and you don't want to deal with it. So my topic sometimes is a hard topic to speak on because people are like, I, I need it, but I I'm not ready. I, I, they'll, they'll like freak. They're like, I, I'm not ready to deal with that. Um, and so I, uh, I see it on social media. Sometimes when I get too raw, I won't have as, as much interaction with that. And um, I think with my struggle lately, and I don't know, it's algorithm stuff okay. is really figuring out a way it's like you I feel fishbowled with it a way to get it more out there okay. you know do you ever feel that way oh, totally yeah I'm yeah. like dang I, right when I'll learn an algorithm mm -hmm. boom they've switched to something else yeah. yeah where what I think is like a solution is push more content like yeah push more like I've had people say, hey, why don't I see the live video from you? And I do good to get yeah. one out. Um, I've had people beg me, mm -hmm. would you just turn on, people who hang out with me, Yeah, can you just start turning on your uh, your camcorder, or not camcorder, but um, GoPro. Yeah, oh, GoPro. GoPro. Okay. They're like, get your GoPro and wear it around your head because just yeah. being around your house would inspire anyone. There you go. And what I mean by that is I got kids going here, kids going there, kids climbing the curtain, yes. and sometimes just taking a deep breath to go, yes. Yeah. Um, so And then managing those companies I, and so, all this. Yeah, yeah. and, and the, the reason I think that people have asked me to do that is what's possible for them. Totally. And, and you know, and I do, I, I am very transparent. I am a single mama because I want people to know if you're a mama or a single daddy watching this, you can do this. You can do this and still have adequate time for your children. You might have to just 
work things out and be a little more systematic, but it's possible. Don't let that excuse of, well, I'm a single parent. Nope, not going to work. Also, I notice people tell me when I coach them, I've tried everything. No, you hadn't. You tried what doesn't work. So keep going because there's still thousands of things that you can Ah, try. That's good. Yeah. What do you say to, we had a a young man, Caleb, had, he's he's a great up and coming photographer in the area. And he sent in a question last week to uh, Mike Badalino, the Uh strongest man in Texas. Oh, yeah. And so he was saying, hey, I want to work out, but... I'm a young kid and I don't have time. Okay, so, so what do you say? You I, don't, know, I don't have time, Don. I don't know, have time for I'm this. I'm going to get excited about this. Anytime you use the word but, you've just really put a blocker there. The word but, can't. If you if I coach somebody, I'm like, I don't hear but and I don't hear can't because can't means I don't want to. You know, you probably heard your parents say that when you were younger. But that's the honest to God truth. Instead, say, hey, I don't want to. That's not important to me right now. You know, and, um, and I can say this for, for myself sometimes, um, you can get so busy, but we'll do what's important to us. There it is. Okay. We'll do what's important. And right now that's where I had to look at myself and go, Whoa, what have I been putting in front of my workout? There we go. And, uh, for me, and this could be a whole steady focus all by itself. It's not what I speak on, um, as far as my platform, but it could be if I want it to be. At nighttime, if you're a snacker at night and you go stand in front of the pantry, I'll open the refrigerator to the pantry, the refrigerator to the pantry. And I've learned that halt. Are you hungry, angry, lonely, tired? What is really going on that you're trying to achieve? And for me, a lot of mine tends to be I I hit the lonely. Um, It's very ever, very, very, very seldom I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. I'm hungry for something and I have to switch that focus to go, let's switch this to something else. I don't know who I'm saying that for somebody out there. Somebody needs to hear that. Totally. Somebody needs to hear that. But, um, you, you generally, are you really hungry and you can find every excuse in the book, but if it's important to you, you'll, you'll make it, you'll make it happen. So lately I've been pulling everybody I can. Hey, let's go for a walk. Even if it's for a walk, go. even 10 minutes to most of mine are 45. But even if it's just 10 minutes, I feel like I didn't let myself down that day. Yes. There it is. Yeah. Just mm. something, a little something. You know, every every journey, if somebody's listening and, you know, they're fired up and they got something that they that's burning that they want to do and they don't know where to start, my advice would be just start. Yes. Just something. One thing. Put, you know, every journey as you hear that one foot in front of the other just one step to start that's it yeah i believe that that's like like i was saying i was writing yesterday or this morning feeling lost and then and i i also think it's like uh and you touched on this but i want to get started i don't know what to do sit in silence right pray meditate whatever it is you do Eventually, some sort of a solution will come, I believe. If you're praying, if you're meditating, if you're sitting in silence, there's going to be something comes. And it might, it's, it could be that very, very small that says, stand up, open the front door. I don't want to do that. I want the Cadillac in my front yard. I'm telling you, stand up and open the front door. Yeah. Right. And then take that baby step. Take that first step. That is so true. And, and, you know, like I said, a lot of people see me and think that I'm so successful. And I do feel that I'm, I'm successful because I'm satisfied. And I think that's, that's a big thing. If you're listening, um, 
success isn't just because you've got a cool car or you got that cool house or something. Success is being satisfied. And that was another one that I had to learn is being happy with what I have. And um, there are other things that I do want that I am going for. And like I said, there's times that I get that little bit of discouraged, but um, having fun in the journey to where I'm going and, and really knowing that it is there for me. It is out there for me. Have fun and go obtain it. Mm-hmm. Go obtain it. And don't get tripped up in comparing yourself to others as we tend to do that on totally. social media. Yes. Best way to not know you're enough is to compare yourself <laughs> to somebody else because uh. you see him. You know, people do that to me all the time. I have uh, speaker friends that are like, I had a message today. They're like, oh my gosh, girl, you are killing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, really? Because that you're just seeing high reels. There's so much that you don't see. And so I, I just don't compare yourself to other. You're in your own journey. Yep, and, there and, it is. and don't ever let yourself get, I've gotten this way before where I get, um, oh my gosh, look what they're getting, look what they're getting, look what, and look where I'm at, and look what, no one can get your good. And no one will ever tell your story the way you're going to tell your story. And we all have a story in us. That's one of one of my shirts. We all have a story. What's yours? Because we do, right? We That's all, good. That's we good. All, yeah, it took me a long time to get that. But we all want to be heard, too. We really do. Especially women. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Women want to just, we want to, we want to be heard. Sometimes, guys, if you're listening, best way with your, your, your female, let her talk and go, yeah, I hear you. Mm. <gasps> <We laughs> there you go. Okay. So okay. Because we want to feel heard. And men, I'm getting way off here, but men, you guys want freedom. Women, the best way to give your guy um, is to constantly keep your thumb on him. If you're having to keep your thumb on him, I, I don't know. I'm not saying he's not the right guy for you, but... If you, uh, uh, men just are born with that, that freedom. And I'm not saying freedom to go to the bar and hang out and, and, and be a cheater and do all that stuff. But I'm like, man, give them a little bit of rope. Mm. And they'll generally always come back and go, wow, my, she doesn't keep that thumb on me. They love that. Would you not agree with that? Do you? Uh, okay. I could see that. I yeah. Can see that. that men just, they don't want to every five seconds where you at, where you're at. Women know your worth and go, Hey, listen, you know what? I value you. I trust you. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you rope that you won't do me wrong. If you are, Hey, it was good. See you later. Yeah. Right. But yeah. And, yeah. and men hear your women, Listen to them. They come home from work. I know you don't want to hear it. How's your day? And you're like, oh, gosh, I'm going to have to hear 45 minutes. But acknowledge them and let them feel heard. And that just they love that. Mm. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I don't know. We there got way go. off no, that's there. Good. But hey, but being in a, in, a, in a good relationship is yeah. helpful, right? It's, it, it, it is. <laughs> it can it, be a nice thing, for it sure. It is, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And having, having that trust is nice with going along with what we're talking about is self-esteem. Knowing your worth that um, to be in a in a good relationship. Don, uh, final thoughts. I'm gonna I'm gonna open the floor up to you. Um, uh, anything else you want to send out there to the universe, the listeners? What What else you got? You know, I think that just to finish it up with with this is what we went through uh, went through on tour on our trailer when it wasn't signed and we were going through rain. Is you're worthy, you matter, you're loved. If you have a heartbeat, I didn't put this on there. I said you have a purpose. But if you have a heartbeat and you're listening right now, God created you with a purpose. 
and that through him you're enough I love it. I love it. Where can people find you online, Don? The Your Enough Movement.com. T H E, and they got to get the your right, Y O U R E, enough movement.com. The Your Enough Movement.com. You can search us on social media, The Your Enough Movement. Uh, that's how we are on Twitter, uh, um, Instagram, Facebook. You can actually go to my personal, it's Don Thompson, and uh, shoot me a message. If you just, if you're watching this and something's coming to you that you're struggling with something and you're like, you know, I just don't know how to get from A to B. If I've got any way to help you, I'm for sure going to try. There you go. So guys, uh, we're, we're just going to end it on that. Don, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. It's you're, been, you're the best. It's been awesome. So are yeah, you. Yeah. I love it. So guys, uh, you can, you can check out some of the show notes on this steady com slash 71 sitting down with, uh, the wonderful Don Thompson, so, guys, that, that's it. Until next time, I'm your host. I'm your number one, Mr. Simeon Hendricks. And this is Steady Focused. Steady Focused.